What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, I'm diving into the real reality of Do It For TV. I have Candice from the Instagram account Do It For TV on the pod today to discuss her ultimate goal to take over Hulu as CEO, the creative changes she would make within the company, being black in white fan bases, enjoying racism by Bravo, Celebrity Big Brother, The Surreal Life, and a whole lot more. Make sure you guys follow Candice and lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Hello, 10 hours later. <laughs> Hi, doll. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. Oh, my God. That took forever. You know, it's, you know, technology, the things are the things. It happens. It's no big it deal. Does. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just happy to have you here. Thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. Thank you for inviting me and reaching out. Of course, anytime. Listen, when did you fall in love with reality TV? Ooh, to go back to the beginning. Oh, back, back to the back, 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 back to the <laughs> beginning. Um, it's hard to say like what was my first real like fall in love with reality show because um, TV in general has just like always been a part of my life, like. I think my mom just like plopped me in front of the TV and that's how I was raised. Um, and me and my <laughs> sisters, like, we love it so much. But I just have vivid memories of watching like early VH1 and MTV, like Flavor of Love, um, The Rock of Love. I remember watching that on TV. Um, so just like classic, like real world MTV, those good old 90s reality. Nice. Now, if you could have worked on one of those shows, Rock of Love, Flavor of Love, (laughs) would you have wanted to star, be one of the contestants, the show, produce it, or edit? Oh, definitely produce. Um, I went, I have a degree in film. Um, I don't exactly use it all the time, but I went because I love TV um, and I love the production aspect and like, have you ever seen the show Unreal? It's scripted, but it was on uh, Lifetime. I know of it, but I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my bitch list. Okay. It is like, obviously the super over dramatic version of it, but it's like, all the manipulation of the bachelor and bachelorette world of like the producers have so much power (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love Uh, it what is i'm trying to figure out a way to put this question um how would you want to ultimately use your degree in film at this point yeah Um, ultimately, I think I would love to be, like, a CEO of Hulu. I want Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
to like be in like because I'm definitely like very business minded um (laughs) and so I do love the creative aspects but I am just like better and more fascinated by the details of like making sure this vision of an idea becomes in reality and so like making sure the design is hired and casting is done and like checking off all those boxes for some reason OCD I don't know I just love that kind of um thing and so I think if I'm head bitch in charge at Hulu that would be a dream come true nice now before I move on make sure that your phone doesn't lock because okay. if it does, it'll cut the call, and then I'll have to call you back. Okay. All just, good. Just a quick note. And uh, also, uh, do not disturb, because calls will cut your audio as well. Okay. Perfect. If possible. I'll tell the host to stop calling. <laughs> just tell them give you just a little bit of time. <laughs> Sounds good. Now, is there any reason why you specifically want to be the CEO of Hulu? Um, Hulu, I think there's a few things. (laughs) One, I love Hulu because I like that they have, like, network television. I'm a sucker for some of those, like, really bad network dramas. Or, (laughs) um, I love a game show. So I love that Hulu has all the like game shows the next day. Um, And I think they've been doing pretty good with their like premium content, their um, like Hulu exclusives. Mm -hmm. And then three, I just, maybe it's marketing, but the color green is just so aesthetically pleasing. It's my favorite color too, so I can completely understand. (laughs) Amazing, I love the color green. Yes, same. If, now, I, now I know that you said that you were more so wanting to be on the business side of Hulu, mm-hmm. but as far as programming is concerned, what would be the biggest change you would want to see structurally to the programming at Hulu? Ooh. Um, I would say, in general, there's always room for reality TV, which is mm-hmm. why we're here today. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Um, even like the dumbest shows, except for Bachelor Bachelorette, I just d- never got into it. I watched one season maybe in my life. That's just a world I have chosen to not be a part of. <laughs> You've watched more of The Bachelor than I have. <laughs> it's just not worth it. There's better stuff out there. Shout out to The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember what I was saying. I, but... What was the question? Oh my god. The question was what what would be the structural changes you would want to oh, make right. as far as programming at at Hulu? Right, more reality TV. Um and I just oh right, that's what I was saying. Even from the silliest, dumbest shows, reality TV is just always interesting because you see these people that like will sign up for these experiences or these like situations and I'm like I always am just curious, like, what brought you here? What made you want your 15 minutes? And what are you going to do to get the most camera time? Because <laughs> that's what they're all here for. Those are all great questions. <laughs> and I could imagine a bevy of answers. Yes. 
Now, speaking of, can you define, like, if you were writing the job description for the Indeed post, define what makes a great reality TV star? Ooh, a great reality TV star. I would say someone needs to go into a reality reality TV show knowing whether they want to be, like, how they want to come across. Because, like, if you want to be a reality show villain, you can really commit and, like, go for it. Right. Um, but Shout out to Kenya Moore. Yes. <laughs> yes. She loves it. Um, but I would say job description. You have to be willing to talk shit. You just, like, you have to talk out of both sides of your mouth. You have to. There's no way you could just be genuinely good all the time and make good TV. It's like, that's not what we're here for. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you like, you have to talk about people or talk about things. You just gotta talk shit. And anyone who says they don't talk shit is a liar. We all do. Um, That's fair. (laughs) And then you have to be open to some kind of relationship change. Either you're going to try to date and start a relationship or you're gonna start a show in a relationship and you're gonna separate. <laughs> right. Those are your two options if you go into reality TV. Um, just has to want attention. They have to want to be in the center of situations and drama so they get camera time. Nice. What do you think? I think that it's all of the things that you mentioned, but I'm also thinking about it in a different context because there are some projects that I'm trying to work on right now. There's some things that I'm um, trying to manifest right now that I'm listening to. And I'm asking people specific questions for for specific reasons, but I'm listening to that and and like cross-referencing it with the things that I'm working on right now. But uh, I think for me, what makes a great reality star is somebody who is 100% genuine to who they naturally are. Okay. Yeah. If you're somebody who is naturally dramatic, embrace being dramatic. Don't go on trying to be the pull to get classy, uh, prudish lady. Like, like just come on and be dramatic. That's who you are. Be dramatic. If you're not that dramatic, if, if you are the person who is reserved and pulled back, be reserved and pulled back. But you have to figure out how to accommodate those two sides of, or, or th- those sides of yourself to work for the camera. Yes. Because those are good I points. Feel, yeah, because I feel like there are people who are not dramatic or like not like crazy people, but that are great reality stars, like a, like a Dr. Jackie from American oh, Medicine. Yes. Dr. Jackie, we love Dr. Jackie. Stan, like amazing reality TV, but she never raises her voice. I've yeah. never heard her speak above a whisper. Yeah, I agree. In nine years. But then there are people who are just naturally dramatic, like uh, Quad. Since we're already speaking of, that's exactly who, who I was about to say since we're speaking about Married to Medicine. Quad. Did you watch who, last night's episode? I have. I have not. Okay, I won't say a word. 
listen, you can spoil it for me if you want to. That'll probably make me watch it faster. <laughs> Quad is just on one, of course. Quad, but isn't of she course. always? Quad is always on one. Miss Quad, Miss Quad, she got it. She got it. Okay. So, like, and she still got it. <laughs> but I think Quad is also on one. Period, yeah. though. Like, I think Quad has been on one for the past couple seasons. God bless her, love her to tears. But I think she is now leaning into a caricature of Miss Quad. <laughs> yes! Absolutely. This, like, preacher voice that she keeps doing. She I'm has like, this, like, hustler televangelist. Yes! Street pastor type of, like, yeah, I get exactly what you're talking about. Like, it's almost like she's a politician or a pastor. Yeah, and I'm like, if you want to do that, go ahead and do it. But don't do it with these women. Don't yeah. be a pastor. <laughs> Be a but the crazy part is that she out here cooking, like she out here doing cookbooks and things. So I'm like, Miss Quad, with all that politician base in your voice, you really should be out here trying to get votes instead yes. of sales for your cookbook. But <laughs> I digress. I wouldn't want to go into politics either. No. Now, can you recall the moment? Was there a moment specifically on a show of reality TV or just a moment in your life that made you decide to create like a page where you would create content about reality TV? Um, or, I, I won't, I, like there wasn't a specific show or moment that made me like start or that I can think of, but I've just always loved TV. Um, the do it for TV tag actually came from in college one time I got real drunk just like drank a whole bottle of cheap wine and then was doing like arts and crafts with my roommate and I just like drunkenly painted a tv and just wrote do it for tv and so it's just like my little motto of this sloppily painted horribly painted tv Um, do you still have that painting I do have it somewhere in storage yes I need to like make that a logo or something. I was gonna say that would be an amazing logo for your <laughs> for your page. That would be a brilliant first logo for your page. Yes. Um, but to respond to your question, my like top show, which really was like, I just love reality TV so much, is The Challenge on MTV. Have, do you watch it? I have watched a lot of The Challenge because I am one of the original road rules children yes i'm one of the original like a lot of people come on my 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 show and they say two shows when i ask them what's the show that that like sucked them into the reality tv black hole uh-huh. and they either say the real world or they say big brother oh yeah every time it's always one of those two two shows nine times out of ten it, it is either the real and I'm always like so buddy watch road rules so, so fuck no. road rules drag right oh, okay <laughs> got it got it oh okay so so you're that girl okay <laughs> got it I'm oh a road rules girl so I was one of those people who like back when it Back when you had to say the whole thing, real world road rules challenge. This challenge, yes. I'm like I'm that girl, so I'm with you 100. percent I Speak love to the it. challenge. Shout yes. out to the challenge, children. Yes, it is. Me and my friend, we call it our football. We're like fuck sports. The challenge yes. is like all of the history between the people. Like yes. even I call him Daddy TJ. 
is like a um, terrible host. Sometimes I, I, I like zone oh, out when up. he speaks, but it doesn't matter. No one else can host it. TJ forever. Has to be. He's so fucking hot. Hey, T- hey, daddy. How you doing? <laughs> hey, daddy. Hey, daddy, TJ. Um, but yeah, like he's just the ultimate host. Like I can't yeah. see anybody else hosting. It does. It like doesn't matter. No. There are people who who I'm always gonna want to see on this show until they're in their fifties. I'm gonna yes. want to see fucking like CJ. I'm gonna want to see like just just like just all the old like greats. Yes. Yes. Just all the old greats. And I haven't been watching the the show in years just because yeah. all of the old favorites have retired and they won't do it anymore. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, listen. If I listen, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. The whole reason I was so invested was because I knew everybody from their shows. And now I knew, and then I knew them from being on the challenge for 15 years. And now nobody's. There's, yeah, there's some troubles with the rookies where they bring in these rookies and they're trying to, like, because obviously they're done with the real world and road rules. So it's like people from Big Brother and all over CBS. And, and I'm, I'm like, not here for it. I get it, but I'm not here for it because I don't know these people's history. And they're coming in with history, and I feel left out. Create another show. <laughs> I don't like it. Y'all are coming and infiltrating a whole show full of history with a whole bunch of bullshit that we don't know nothing about. And I don't like it. Yes! So, Amen. I didn't mean to make this event about the challenge, but I don't like it. I love I it. Nobody comes on and, like, talks about this, so y'all... So you just gave me an opportunity to bitch the MTV for. Yes, that is what I'm now, here for. Well, I appreciate you. Now, speaking of the rookie, have you ever considered or would you ever audition for the challenge? Or for or if me personally, I I want to audition for a road rule reboot. <laughs> oh my god. Personally? That's just my fantasy. I but, want that dream for you. Thank you so much, y'all. <laughs> but would you ever audition for one of these shows? Um, for the challenge, I like in my heart's desire, I would love to, but it would never happen because <laughs> I I would die. I would just the, ah. like watching that show. Those finals. I would just like I I can't run a mile. I don't run. I don't do that for what? <laughs> That's not for what. <laughs> Listen, the the challenge is the reason why I work out as hard as I do. I know. I I need to go to the gym more. <laughs> I don't go to the gym. I work out at home. Oh, that's but right. I put a lot of work into my body. Okay, and it's because. I still have this fantasy of one day being on road rules or being on the town. I, I don't know why this is a fantasy in my mind. Yes. But but every day, every single day when I work out, I think of one day competing against CD. Oh my God. Like yes. I dream about this. I... Every day when I work, work out, it's CT in my mind. That's a good point. I should print out a picture of CP and just put it up. So I'm always inspired to get off my ass. However, I would never be on the same cast as CT because I feel like <laughs> knowing me and my mouth, I'm a- want to punch me in the face. 
And I'm going to either go to... And knowing me and the way I'm set up, I'm going to either go to jail or hell that day. So I'm going to just leave CT with where the fuck he at. Where he is. Shout out to CT. Shout out to DM. Now... CT, you are my baby love. I just got to put it in there. Yeah, he fine as fuck. He ain't got nothing on TJ for me. Host daddy is always going to be daddy daddy for me. Daddy TJ. But... Daddy TJ is always going to be big daddy for me. But <laughs> shout out to CT, though. God bless you. What do you want viewers to get from your page? Um, what I want viewers to get from my page, and I really want to like develop it a lot more um, and try to like really figure out like what I want my content to be. Um, mm-hmm. But... Because, like, I keep bouncing back and forth of, like, do I just want to do... I just want to talk about TV forever and with everyone. Um, I obviously love reality TV the most. But I also just watch, like, all kinds of shows. I always have... I want to talk about, like, I don't know, reminisce on old 90s and 2000 shows. I just want to give people content where they can, like, I don't know, just talk about TV. (laughs) I just love TV. I love that. I think you have a great start. I think if you love reality TV the most, I think that should probably be the focus mm-hmm. of your content. And then you can sprinkle in all of the other shows that you love that are scripted. Like, like, nah, 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 I'm going to use the word segments because mm-hmm. I'm so used, used to doing podcasts now. But what I mean by segments is like, let's say you post on on reality tv four out of five days a week right yeah on the fifth day post about scripted reality tv and that be the or um post about scripted reality tv post about scripted tv and that be the day of the week each week that you post about scripted tv and then the rest of the time post about reality or you can post about reality tv on your stories and then post about script or um post about reality tv on your feed and then post about scripted tv in your stories right like it's yeah. all about you know just compartmentalizing and you know curating it yeah. it sounds like you're eventually gonna start a podcast about tv which i want to be the first guest on oh of course it's contracted right now my people will send over something <laughs> have your people call my people yes. and by my people i mean my dm <laughs> yes. Y'all um, heard it here. All, all, all of the realtors, y'all heard it here. Ah, Cherie Laveau will be the first guest on the Do It For TV podcast. Yes. Y'all thank Candace now. I was thinking about what reality show I would love to be on. And I would love Ooh. to apply for uh, Nailed It. Do you want Nailed It? Is <sighs> On Netflix. I don't know if I'm watching the nailed it that you well what well, if I've seen the nailed it that you've seen because there was a show that I think was called nailed it that I binge watched a long time ago that was actually about nails like nail artists <laughs> oh, like oh. actual nail artists doing nails in a competition series and I, I think it was called nailed it, it hammer and nails i was imagining a nail okay like a literal <laughs> home improvement reason <laughs> work <laughs> um, no this nailed it is a baking show with nicole byer right yes yes 
Shout out to Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer is. I don't watch the um show, but I love Nicole Byer. What I love about that show is it's like they have three contestants on, and basically to win ten thousand dollars, you just have to be the best of the worst. Like you don't have to try that hard (laughs) to win ten thousand dollars. You just need to be the best of the worst. Now wait a minute. Now you've got my attention. Right. Oh. I know. So that's something that I think I would do very well in. Okay. See, now I can follow a damn recipe. (laughs) I can follow a recipe. I can. Okay. Now you got my attention. Now Nicole Byer might get a little visit from. uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll make a note of that. Yes. It is a great, funny kind of show, background show, if you ever need to put it on. Good, because I've been listening to these 11-hour compilations of the Lucy show to go to sleep for the past two or three days. Listen, I'm 31, but I live my life like I'm 60. (laughs) Like, when I'm not doing this podcast, I'm usually listening the podcast right now I'm binging Xena Warrior Business <laughs> I did watch Which, Xena when I was little I haven't see, watched it in years <laughs> I watch it quite often actually and, um, I listen to two podcasts shout out to Xena Warrior Business and Xena Warrior Podcast I love you both Yes. So shout out to Out on the Lanai, which is the other podcast that I binge all the all the all the time when I'm not doing this show. But most of the time I'm on YouTube either watching well, I can't say one thing I'm watching and they might get it taken off. It's not technically supposed to be there. But but I'm also like I spend most of my time watching like old episode of Wheel of Fortune from the 1980s back when they had a daytime version you should really get into it it's amazing television you want to talk about reality TV darling oh my god (laughs) baby them people on it baby shout out to the 80s I know as a kid I used to like I don't know I was a weird maybe there was a ghost inside me as a kid I don't know but I, like, would listen to Josh Grogan and Michael Buble to do my homework. This was elementary school. And then after listen. I did my homework, I would go listen or watch the Game Show Network. <laughs> I love the Game Me Show Me and Network. you are kind of kindred spirits. Yeah. Because I grew up listening to Grace Jones, Prince, Sylvester, Lenny Kravitz. Luther Vandross? And- <laughs> I love Luther, but like my dailies were like the alternative people. Yeah. And, you know, while everybody else was listening to like LL Cool J, I was listening to No Vaseline by Ice Cube. And people were were like wondering why I was so mad all the time. (laughs) Very that. So I I Eminem. That was my Eminem. Yeah. Like I, like, I was an Ice Cube kid. I liked Eminem. Shout, shout out to cleaning out my closet. Yes, but... I know every word. <laughs> right. Like, I know every word to fucking cleaning out my closet. But, like, Ice Cube is just, like, the dude for me. Like, Ice yeah. Cube, Ice-T, Busta Rhyme, Tupac. The angry but really lyrical rappers. Yes. Shout out to all y'all. Yeah, yeah shout out. Uh as a newer page, mm-hmm. how do you plan to navigate 
the possible yet also unavoidable toxicity of the fan bases that are attached to these reality shows. Uh, that's a good point. And part of me, once I first, like, once I get my first roll, I'm just gonna be like so proud of myself. Um, maybe I'll <laughs> buy myself a tequila shot. But Work. I think my plan is just to ignore the trolls. I can't engage. I'm kind of someone who is like keyboard. Like I don't fight with people in the comments. If I have a thought, I just don't comment. I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm like, Meh, it's not gonna change anything. So I'll keep it to myself. And mm. I will delete them, block them. We don't have so time for not, that here. So you're not the girl that's going to give him a little smoke. And it depends. Give him a little one, two. Because <laughs> for me, it depends on what I'm doing at the moment. I'm yeah. Reading. Like, literally at the very moment. If I'm doing something and I just happen to see it, okay, listen. I ain't got time for it. Yeah. But if I just happen to be scrolling... Oh, yeah, I have a dream of doing stand-up one day, so I will use you for material. Yeah. <laughs> yes. try, my, try my comment section if you want to. I will turn you into a whole segment of stand-up comedy. Oh, yes. I, I think it'll depend on the comment and, like you said, what I'm, how I'm feeling. Like, if I, like, I have time today. <laughs> yeah, know. like, do I, I actually time. have time? Yeah. Because for me, I'm one of those people, I have an addictive personality, which is why I don't drink very often. Mm-hmm. Um, because of, because when I start drinking, I'm not stopping. Yeah. And the same applies to me engaging in the smoke on social media. <laughs> Once I send a reply, I'm ready to go to war. I'm yes. not going to respond unless I'm ready to engage. So yes. if I... So if I write your ass back, you better be ready for this. <laughs> you better be ready for what I got for your ass, because I got a whole bag of tricks. Wait, I dare you. If, <laughs> I love that. Shout out to all the trolls. Shout yes. out to all the bots. Shout out to all the trolls. Shout out to all the AI. <laughs> Try my comment section if you want to. Because if I reply back, all right. It's done. It is d- done. You're dead. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Who are your top five reality stars? Top of five. Of all time. Any genre, any style of reality TV, any era, give me your top five. Now, I come from hip-hop, so I'm going to make you do a top five something. <laughs> I love that countdown. 106 and Listen, oh. <laughs> I have one. Listen, manifested into my life because I have wanted to host the reboot of 106 and Park since AJ and Free left. I've never liked you. You, you, you know what? I ain't gonna say that. What I will say is that I've always wanted to host the reboot of 106 and Park. Yes, it's Period. not still on, is it? It's, it's on, it's done, right? 106 and Park has not been on for years. Okay, good. Thank God. I was worried. I mean, Grey's Anatomy is still on the air. Like, what is happening? I mean, I don't... Listen, I only have friends who watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't know a damn thing about Grey's Anatomy. No, none. I never... I watched, I think, maybe one season. The only thing I know about is the headlines. Like, 
the yeah. Isaiah Washington of it all. Yeah. The Patrick Dempsey of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. those girls of it all. But top, top five. five. Lay it on me. Give me number five. I have to say Nini. Word. Nini is ooh, not a white refrigerator man. That is classic, <laughs> yes. Um, and then um from Beverly Hills. Okay. I am a Lisa Vanderpump fighter. I will go to bat for her. Really? I yes. I stand Lisa okay. Vanderpump. Okay. Do you watch so Beverly Hills? I <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts? <laughs> are you a Rena fan? Without getting too heavily into it, no, I'm not. Good. Um, I can relay you to an earlier episode of my. In fact, you can go back on my YouTube channel and see how I feel about Brenna. You can go back <laughs> through episodes of my podcast okay, and see I how I feel to... about Brenna. <clears throat> yeah, I have feelings. Yeah. Um. But if you want to talk about Beverly Hills, you should go see the most recent episode that I did on Beverly Hills where okay. I did an open letter to Crystal Kung Minkoff. Oh. You should go check that out. I should that's check that the, out. That's the Beverly Hills... Re- if you want to... If, if you want to look at any of my Beverly Hills content right now, that's the most recent thing I've done on Beverly Hills. And I think anybody... And everybody should listen to that episode of my my podcast. It's called "This Crystal Is Not a Diamond." Oh, oh yes, I will give that a listen. Yeah, love that. Okay, so so we got is... Nene, we got Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. This is tough for me because I'll say okay, I'll say Cami Crawford from Catfish. She's a new host of Catfish. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't, but I do know Catfish. But okay. I've heard her name before. So I yes. know of her. I Shout just love Catfish. And I love her because she is a powerful, young, a black woman. Um, so shout out to her. And I love this Right. Day. We rule for everybody black. Um, and then, okay, this is getting tougher. Um, Jocelyn from Love and Hip Hop. Word. Because she has, there's just so much history there. Yeah, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of reasons to love. Listen, if you want to listen, if you want to talk about Jocelyn Hernandez, we're talking about Ratchet TV. Ratchet. If you want to talk about peak Ratchet TV, the season three reunion of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, where she fought every fucking body. It was insane. I'm not being dramatic. To no. everybody listening to this right now, being dramatic. Jocelyn Hernandez fought every king. Not a lie detective. Everybody. Except Nina Parker. Because <laughs> Nina Parker was not dealing with that bullshit. No. No. All right. Now, and then. Number five. Was it, do I have one more? I can't remember. Uh, Nini, Lisa, Cammy, Jocelyn. One more. 
Oh, um, CT. I just, I love him forever and always. Shout out to Fuckboy CT. Yes! Shout out to Fuckboy CT. We love you down. You're a fuckboy, but I love you down. <laughs> like, we love you down. We yeah. do. We do. We love you, CT. But we also recognize that you have strong fuckboy tendencies. Yes. You have some Shout problems to, to work out. Yes. Now, speaking of problems to work out, as a woman of color, mm-hmm. what makes you feel safe entering the <laughs> these predominantly white fan bases? Because as this conversation is going on, I'm able to tell that you are a strong fan of Housewives. Yes. What makes you feel safe enough to basically step onto the front lines of these reality show streets? Uh, that is a very, very good question. Um, I do what I can. <laughs> I think um, the unfortunate but true answer of it is that I've just grown up in predominantly white spaces, especially around privileged white people. Um, And so I feel like I am used to navigating those kind of situations and things, but you know, you're never really ready for it. You're never really prepared for it. So Um, you're a Malika Huck. What? What does that mean? You're a Malika Huck. What? You. Malika Huck is that girl. Malika Huck is that girl. She recently did a uh, she recently did an interview with Carlos King on his podcast, Reality with the King, free plug. Okay. Where uh, she spoke about how a lot of people don't necessarily see her and her sister Khadija as quote unquote black women yes because they are known as being functional in predominantly Caucasian spaces yes I yes right mm-hmm. so there was a time I don't know if you watched or um watched uh Hollywood Divas at all okay I did not okay well Malika was on the third season right and there was a moment at the reunion where somebody came for her twin sister and all of a sudden we got Vita and Star from ATL. Ah. And it got real. Hold on, bitch. You you don't fuck with my twin. That's what you not going to do. Like, it got very much. Now, what we not going to do is (laughs) and the internet gasped. Oh, of course they did. Because they weren't used to seeing Malika be this black. Yeah. Right? You strike me as one of those girls yes. that has a lot of white girls as friends. Mm-hmm. And then when they fuck around and say the N-word in a rap song and you cuss them the fuck out, they're <laughs> yep. like, wait a what? What happened? Whoa, I thought we were rap. Whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yep. Goodness, wow. <laughs> That is you strike me as one of those girls. And I live for you. Um, What is very funny to me about this Bravo Sphere fan base is... I call it the HCU. The the Housewives Cinematic Universe. (laughs) I love it. Patent pending. Patent pending. Um, But they 
I just like love when they get surprised about like because it's both sides. It's the racist <laughs> and it's the social justice warriors who are like, yeah. oh my god, can you believe that Kathy Hilton voted for Donald Trump? And I'm like, it must be nice to be surprised. Like, what? What? Where do you think we are? Of course, she voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. But that's not what we're here for. We're here for her being a dummy on TV and saying funny things. <laughs> yeah. See, and that is one of my main issues with Crystal Klugminkov. I feel like she <laughs> gives very social justice warrior vibes, but which yeah. you'll get into that when I finish yeah. the episode of the podcast. Keep yes, going. I'm so excited to listen. Um, and so, I'm, yeah, but like them freaking out about this girl getting all fucked up because someone came for her sister. It's like, it must be nice to be shocked by anything. We always have to be on guard and we have to know at all times and be prepared for any kind of anything coming at us, including you white people getting mad at us for nothing. You're a black Ariel. How is that You're possible? in a safe space. Say it with your whole chest. <laughs> You're in a safe space. Say it with your whole chest. Because uh, cl- clearly you haven't listened to my podcast before you came <laughs> on here. And you don't know I how I give it up on this show. Did not do my homework, but I will You're do it better next time. Well, it's all good because I plan on having you back. I really like yes! you. Yes. So, but before you do, I'll send you a um, playlist that I have of YouTube content that I've done on my channel called Racism by Bravo. Oh, yes. Bravo so you can understand racist. what kind of bitch I really am. Yes. <laughs> but let me but, put that out there because I'm sure you have already. But I am under no guise that Bravo is not racist. Bravo is racist. <laughs> That doesn't mean that we still can't enjoy the show. And listen, I just recently found out from a source that they have a social responsibility department at Bravo. Oh boy. Oh boy. And I'm trying to get a meeting with this man. Yes! I need a meeting. I want him on the pod. That is the interview that I want more than anything on my podcast. Like, I don't, like, I, like, when I, that is my most desired interview in life, because I need to know how this person let Jenny Wynn slip by him. (laughs) But I'm going to leave it right there. Leave it right there. I love it. What's your favorite spinoff of a reality TV show? Ooh, favorite spinoff. Um, the first one that comes to mind just because it came to my mind. Sorry. Um, is, <laughs> all good. um I actually don't watch the regular Big Brother, but I did watch the most recent season of Celebrity Big Brother. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, it's so similar to surreal life, but with the up yes. like anxiety of like challenges, but like celebrities. But with stakes. Yes. So celebrities in a house, like Lamar Odom, I was like, I just need footage of him at all times. He is- At all times. I would love a 24-hour live feed on Lamar Odom at all times. (laughs) Like, he was so strange. And I was like, I just need more of this. I need more celebrity big brother. And and you know, speaking of the surreal life, he's supposed to be on the new season of the surreal life whenever it comes out. Yes. Oh my God. I saw a commercial for that. Tamar Braxton. It's supposed to be like a bunch Dennis of people. Dennis Rodman, I think. Frankie Muniz. 
fucking Christ. <laughs> I don't usually life, like life. to recap reality TV, but I that just might be the show to bring me out of recap <laughs> retirement. Because <laughs> the surreal life was my jam. I mean, the surreal life brought us Flavor Flav and Brigitte Nielsen. Exactly. Foofy, foofy. <laughs> foofy, foofy. Wasn't my love. Foofy, foofy. Wow, foofy. Shout out to Brigitte Nielsen, wherever you are. Iconic. Wherever you are, Red Sonia. <laughs> Shout out to you, sister. Now listen. Mm-hmm. Who on an existing Housewives franchise would you give a spinoff to right now? Okay, let me go through the cities. I watch everything except for Miami and New Jersey. So okay. of those ladies. Are there any um, particular reasons why you don't watch New Jersey or the Miami? I just haven't, um, like, I need to just start New Jersey from the beginning and do a full binge, and I just haven't done it yet. That's the, um, that, that is one franchise that if you want to go back and binge from season one, I recommend it be New Jersey. Okay. Then I just need to pull the plug and do it. Yeah, because that's such a... Yeah. Oh, I wow. Those, those earlier seasons of New Jersey are chef's <laughs> kiss. Okay, okay. Television. It's exciting to watch content that you haven't seen before. Oh my god. You're good. You're... <laughs> Are you in? You're in for a ride. <laughs> okay, a spinoff. I would say let's get someone from Potomac. Okay. Um, so why is it Robin Dixon? Oh my god, I was just thinking Robin Dixon, but I was like, would she even have enough storyline to cover a show? I was completely joking, but since you brought it up, let's just dive into it for a second. Let's imagine they were crazy enough to give Robin Dixon a set off. Yes. Do you think it would actually be a series or do you think it would be like a wedding special? Oh, probably a wedding special. Um, but that wedding's never gonna happen. And Right. <laughs> um, right. Maybe Like the they... wedding special is gonna be one of their kids are getting married. <laughs> and they're just gonna portray it like it's them getting married like it's gonna be Robin shopping for wedding dresses Juan gonna get tuxes but then when we watch the actual show the trailer is gonna have us all fucked up because it's like one of the boys getting married oh my god I love that I wish I could credit the meme but I can't I don't have it um so whoever made this credit to you but I saw a meme (laughs) that was like um Robin's wedding is the Shibai Shirei of Potomac we're just never gonna get it. Bye, Saray. They killed me. So basically, what they're saying is Robin's wedding is gonna be them eloping and then getting divorced two months later. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shout out to Robin and Juan. We are so glad that Juan Dixon. <laughs> is not here right now. Not here right now! I have that on a t-shirt that I'll probably never wear in public, but I just needed it. I want that as my text home. (laughs) 
because I don't understand. Like, I still, like, if I ever get the opportunity to interview Robin Dixon, the first question I'm going to ask her is, so what the fuck was Juan going to do if he was here right now? Tell me what the fuck Juan going to do. Not a damn thing. Because Juan looked like he going to be the person to be like, listen, (laughs) I like we ain't gotta even I don't even understand I don't even understand why Robin tri- Juan look like the type that he gonna throw Robin under the bus yes no shame like he gonna be like I don't even know why she tripping dog like <laughs> I don't even so you may wanna keep being glad that yeah. Juan Dixon not is here. not okay listen what's your favorite type of reality show and I have a couple choices to give you to choose from. Okay. A female ensemble show, like a Housewives or a Basketball Wives. Mm-hmm. A dating show, like a Bachelor or a Flavor of Love. Mm-hmm. A competition show, like a Dancing with the Stars or a Drag Race. Okay. Or a social experiment, like The Real World or a College Hill. Ooh, okay. I will say I'll I'll go with dating. Okay. Um, why. Maybe it's because I'm single, <laughs> but Work. it's always interesting to see what kind of people apply for these things. Like I said earlier, but also just like people when they're trying to find love is so interesting, and the way people act in that environment or like I don't know it's just something about how people act on dating shows where I'm like in what world do you think this is going to work in six months when you're not getting filmed right (laughs) so that leads me to the question would you want to like be the bachelorette or would you want like a want like a tv of love or yes um I don't think many people watched it, but I think it was NBC tried a show like a couple months ago called The Courtship. Um, the Courtship. The Courtship. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it basically was. I the see why nobody watched it. <laughs> Except for my ass. I watched every single fucking episode. I love it. Um, but it was basically The Bachelorette, and it was a black girl, so I love that part. Um, but That's basically, the they put them. Why you watched it? <laughs> yes. The they put her in a castle in like London and all these men are like trying to win her but they have to pretend like they're in like Jane Austen Britain it's really fucking weird <laughs> but it was really funny that these men were like in tights and dressed up in costumes still trying to like be the one for her and I'm like what is happening and you're perplexed <laughs> But I want to do it. It sounds weird. I love that shit. <laughs> okay, that's me. Cause what? Cause hearing you say that, it instantly made me think about this reality show that was out. This this one season dating show that happened called Kept with Jerry Hall. <laughs> this was a long time ago. She's like an iconic supermodel, Jerry Hall. She used to be married to Mick Jagger. You sound really young, so I don't know if you know who any of these people are. I am 29. Oh, okay. Well, I'm 31, so you might know who these people are. Um, But there was a show, I think it might have been on Oxygen back in the day, 
Um, and it was Jerry Hall, and she basically had her own reality show, but it was, like, her, like, basically trying to find her own little, like, boy toy kept boy that she kept, like, and it, <laughs> and it was, it, it was, it was, oh, good God, hot ass wild. man. TV? It was like, wild. TV used to be so wild. T- tell me about it. Now, speak, speaking of wild ass TV, what is a canceled reality show that you would want to bring back since you want to produce? Oh my god. I do. I, I'm uh, looking up a list of canceled reality TV. Work. Um, I'm like, I don't even know. Okay, no, not Honey Boo Boo. Oh god. No, these are bad. I have, I have quite a few, honestly. Oh my god, tell me one while I search. I- well, one that I would bring back is Baldwin Hills. Okay, I do remember and I that would, one. And I would bring back the original cast. <laughs> like, I want to know where all those girls are now. I would love to know where where Moriah is now. Where's Darren? Where is all the people of the people? Where's Justin? Where is all the people of the people? Where are all the people? I, I want to know where the Baldwin Hills children are. I would bring up, you know, well, this actually, well, that actually wasn't a reality. I'll save that. But another show that I would bring back is Hollywood Divas. Oh, I did not watch that. That was a Carlos King production, but I would bring it back with none of the original cast. I would actually reboot the show in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Because now that Atlanta is like Black Hollywood, I would love to see how the Tyler Perry girls and how all the girls who like used to be moving and shaking in Hollywood, now they've transplanted to Atlanta because that's where all the Black people go to get acting jobs now. Like, I would love to see that. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so I thought of one. Um, There was a one-season show on VH1 called Twinning. It was a reality competition show where twins would, like, compete against each other, but they would be split up by twins, and then sometimes they would switch which twin would be in which house. It was drama. I loved it. Okay, so that would be the way to get the Claremont twins back on TV. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Claremont twins. Shout out to them. Shout out to their surgeon. Anyway... Speaking Beautiful. of the Claremont twins, speaking of the Claremont twins, if you could put a former reality star back on TV, who would it be, and what show would you put them on? Ooh, they can switch shows. Yes, this is all your criteria. There's no wrong answers. Um, I honestly miss Nene. I miss Nene. I know she's going through a lot. But she is going through a lot. Shout out to Brent. Oh yes, shout out to Brent. Um, I would love to see her on a real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Because like I don't think she needs to go to Potomac and it sucks. I mean she could mm-hmm. go to one of the other shows. But, you know, Bravo has everything racially split up. And <laughs> she doesn't yeah. need to be in an all-white cast. For what? Garcelle, I'm sorry. Okay. 
Now listen, since you brought up race, mm-hmm. what makes a reality star controversial and what makes a reality star problematic? Um, I would say, in your mind, are those two different? Like, are those two separate things, or? To me, those are two completely different things. Okay. Um, now, this is also based on your criteria. So yeah. you answer them based on how you naturally feel. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can separate controversial and problematic. For me, I feel like those go hand in hand. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like housewives that fall into that category are like vicious and intentional in their racial ignorance. Like, okay. I'm not using Kathy Hilton for example in like the racist thing she said and done like when she was on Lost What Happens Live and called Lizzo precious that obviously was not okay um but hold on hold on pause pause did you miss pause. that no okay <laughs> I know what happened I'm not upset about it as everybody else yes not me either because do I think it was racist no do i think it was ignorant as fuck 100 percent. yeah but also do i expect kathy hilton to know who lizzo or gabaret citibay are is right no and like you saw her dealing like in that same challenge with other like keanu reeves she had no fucking idea who keanu like she doesn't know anyone it was not you're like we're also talking about the same woman who thought Garcelle Bouvet <laughs> was her sister. Exactly. So, yes, we are in the why same boat. Why y'all so mad? Like, why y'all so mad? Like, why are you um, so Like, aren't you tired? Worry about something else. But I think that there's a difference of like like she's obviously not intentionally trying to hurt anybody with her ignorance she is not i don't know i i guess that's a line i draw i know it's not the same for everyone but like if you're not trying to hurt someone we're all dumb sometimes we all say stupid things yeah Uh, but like yeah i think for me a controversial housewife is like Someone who's messy, someone who like keeps the shit going, someone who who's a pot stirrer, someone like a Kenya Moore, someone like a like Giselle, someone like a Giselle, yeah, like someone who keeps the the the, um shit going. Tamra, but isn't necessarily completely like malicious, trying to destroy your family, expose you, or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, I do have to say. I have to put Tamara's place on that list into question if you want to go back to Naked Wasted. That's all I'm saying. But... Tamara has had her her vicious moments, I will say. She's, she, she's had her vicious moments. But when it comes to people like a Giselle, like a Kenya Moore, I, I don't think that those people have truly tried to, like, destroy people's lives. Yeah. Have they gone too far for me? Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think they've ever tried to, like, maliciously destroy somebody. Whereas a problematic housewife is like a Ramona. <laughs> Ramona. Okay. Is like a Lisa Renna. Yeah. A problematic. Yeah. Like they take problematic and they make it an art form. Oh. 
Lisa Rinna needs to just go away. She needs to be put down in the simplest of terms. I'm still trying to figure out how Lisa Rinna showed up to her own party damn near the, the exact same color as Garcelle Bouvet and nobody <laughs> said a word but me. No one said a damn word. I made a whole video about it and <laughs> nobody talked about this shit. But <laughs> whatever. If you could put together an ultimate stars reality show with people from all shows of all times of all casts who's your show who's your cast what are they doing where are they going who's your show oh my gosh <laughs> like this is the ultimate all stars this is ultimate okay I will have or like all star shore I think that's what they're doing now I think that's the whole premise of all star shore okay yeah like what is that show about I've like thought about watching it but I'm like I don't understand so I don't even watch I've it. never seen it but from what I've seen based on the poster it looks like a bunch of people from different reality shows come together and do a reality show <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. All right. Let's um, do some more time in the drawing board room. Okay. Um, uh, my cast, I think I need to have um, Mendeecees from Love & Hip Hop. What um, an interesting joke. <laughs> I know. So random, Why right? Mendeecees? There's just... He's whatever, honestly. But, you know, he's been to prison, so he probably oh. knows things. Um, okay. But two, the name Mendeecees is so funny to me that like every time I see it or hear it, I have to say it. I just go Mendeecees and I'll text my friend Mendeecees at random times. <laughs> I honestly love his name though. No shade. Yes. But what I love more is when Yandy says little Mendeecees. <laughs> I oh. laugh every single time. And mind you, little Mendeecees is like 18 now. Like... <laughs> He's taller than Yandy. Like, he's married with a child. Not really, but like, really. he's like, he's at least in high school. Like, oh he's got God. a voice deeper than mine talking about little Mindy. I'm like, he sounds like a grown ass man. Um, and I'll give him Safari so he has a friend to talk to. Safari can be there. And Safari is wild. So he would be Safari, entertaining. Listen. Safari, I, do you think he intentionally hit himself in the back of the head with a chair? <laughs> oh my God, no, he's just that dumb. Did you see that? I did see that. That was, I said, I noticed, wait, <laughs> no, that didn't, no. Let me put my damn glasses on. I put my glasses on. And me and my glasses rewind that scene back when he got his ass. His big Jamaican ass up from that thing. His big, long Jamaican ass. His big, long, thick Jamaican ass up from that table. That was so and funny. And that table. I said, I noticed. Okay. He hit his chick. Now, speaking of, well, keep casting because you got a few more people to cast. Give me okay. at least five. Okay. Give me another top five. Um, and then I do need some Real Housewives 
just because oh no you know what I need I need some okay I would cast um I'm trying to think who from Summer House because I love Summer House but they all suck (laughs) Amanda I'll give Amanda and Kyle okay shout out to them I have no clue who they are but god bless (laughs) to both of y'all but also just imagining this like New York white couple with Safari and Mendeecee listen I watch marriage boot camp so that's basically the that's basically the premise like watching like watching Kendra Wilkinson from Girls Next Door (laughs) nearly getting to a fist fight with Tammy Roman from Basketball (laughs) Wives that is wild. Was iconic. Or or like watching Amber Portwood from Teen Mom yeah. nearly come to physical blows with Chrissy from Love and Hip Hop. I love a crossover. Genius. Um, Kelly Dodd. Oh. Okay. I know she's awful. She's really, really horrible. Yeah. But I want her to get read by someone. Okay. Oh, well, you and, can just recommend her come on my podcast. I'll do that, and we ain't got to put her ass on nobody's camera. Just and Phaedra. Okay. How do you feel about Phaedra? Actually, I'm ambivalent. Cross Phaedra candy. Give me candy. Okay. I love candy. Fair enough. I think that's five. I can't remember. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Chrissy, do you think her and Jim Jones will ever actually get married? Oh my gosh. I need Love and Hip Hop New York to come back. Well, you know that Love and Hip Hop New York and Love and Hip Hop Hollywood are allegedly canceled. Oh, I was allegedly. scared of there that. Has been there has been no confirmation of that, yeah. but you see the damn near the entire cast is in Atlanta now. Right. Or Miami. Or the Miami. Yeah. Ray J. Ray J and Princess is in Miami. Yandy, Mendeecees, Safari, yeah. Erica, Rich, all of them are in Atlanta now. Now, I don't know if Rich is permanently in Atlanta, but he was just on a few episodes down there when Safari busted himself upside the damn yeah. head with a chair. Yeah. There goes his spot on WWE. Oh my god, no. I don't think they're ever going to get married. Well, shout out to Chrissy. You're a real one. You've tried. Is there a reality show moment that lives rent-free in your mind? Um, Real Housewives of New York when Luann is like, don't let it be about Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, The challenge bananas backpack when CT just literally carries bananas across like he just it's so funny. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Oh my god, I, I love absolutely it. Do. Oh my god. Shout out to him. Yeah, always. I will always find an excuse to talk about PT. I love that. 
I think mine, when I think about rent-free and I think about reality television, mm-hmm. basketball-wise, oh always comes God. to mind. Always comes mm-hmm. to mind. There's so many iconic <laughs> basketball-wise moments. <laughs> I think the one that I'll always think about, though, is I think it was season four season three or season four with Mika no not Mika Claxton uh, what's her name the crazy one the the scene when Evelyn threw the wine bottle at the girl's head oh my god I'm trying to get to yes it was everything about that scene is so iconic from the way she cussed her ass out to the way she read her that bitch said you whack you look crazy as hell you walk around trying to look like motherfucking jennifer your weave is starting to look like tammy's you upgraded those king heels to louboutin your whack bit like <laughs> amazing evelyn read the dog shit out of her and then when she kept asking her did you call me luther did you not and that girl kept looking her in her face and kept saying i don't remember and the way Evelyn sipped that drink, she finished that drink so fast. So fast. Like, she, I swear to God, like, I've never seen a drink go from the top to the bottom so quickly. Like, I, I've rewinded that scene so many times just to watch her <laughs> drink deplete in just a huff. Like, just the rest of her drink was just, shoom, gone. gone. And she took after that, that, my favorite and mind you, it's a really problematic scene, but it's one. It, it lives rent free in my mind. Yeah. But that is also the reason why I will. Well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's because I almost said something, and I was like, "Bitch, I might. I, I may want to calm down for I talk watch myself yourself. out of a damn shit. I had to watch myself. I said, "Bitch, you might be about to talk yourself right." right out of a damn job. Calm the fuck down. Oh. Calm down and move on. Do you want to play a game with me really quick? Of course. Okay, so I like to play a game with people called this or that, right? Okay. And I created a special version of the show just for you. Ooh. You ready? Yeah. Let's play. Love and Hip Hop or Housewives? Housewives. Rich reality star or struggling reality star? Rich. <laughs> Rich. <laughs> Give me that money. Okay. Happy relationship or struggling relationship? Ooh. Um, I gotta go with struggling. <laughs> <laughs> kids on the show or no kids on the show? Kids on the show. I love kids. I love seeing them grow up. Love that. Diverse cast or se- or segregated cast? Um, if anyone is segregated, we have problems. A diverse cast, please. Just ask me where the girls... Some people prefer an all-black cast and an all-white. Some people prefer the girls segregated. I'm just saying. Everybody equal. Okay. <laughs> that, honey, it's giving all life. <laughs> yeah. 
This one is a three-way split. Ooh, okay. The Bachelor, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love. <laughs> Flavor of Love. Married on the Show or Spinoff Special? Married on the Show. Defend Your Wife or Stay Out of Women's Business? <laughs> Defend Your Wife. Okay, see me and you gonna get along. Okay, 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 okay. Throwing drinks or throwing hands? Throwing drinks. Throwing hands. You sound real. You sound real (laughs) hesitant. You sound real hesitant. That was real shaky, girl. (laughs) Throwing hands can just lead to too much legal stuff, you know? Last one. Shady reality star or peacemaker? Shady. Shady as fuck. <laughs> Shady as fuck. <laughs> you are hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> what? This is so fun. Thank you. Sadly, we're almost done. <laughs> but, like I said, I do want to have you back on for my reality recap roundtable where I have um, people who have previously been on the show come back as friends of the show and just talk about the reality TV that they've been watching. Yes, I would love it. Yeah, so it's just like just random reality TV, new new, new reality TV, old reality TV, binge watching, catching up on old episodes. It's just whatever you've been watching, come on and talk about it. Reality TV news, come on and talk about it. So I'd love to have you back for that as well. Fun. Sweet. What has been the most painful breakup you've seen on reality TV? Ooh. Most painful breakup. Um, I would I I'll say Nene and Greg. When Nene and Greg were going through it. <clears throat> also, oh yeah, I'm jumping all around, but I'm also thinking of married to medicine when That's fun. Um, jump all around. Dr. Simone. Simone having... and Cecil? Yes! When they were having trouble. My heart. Oh my With god. That bitch. Not calling Simone a bitch, but that bitch sat her ass at that reunion and said, yeah, our divorce will be final next week. Yes! What? And uh, when I say I bust into fucking tears. Oh my god. Literally ride girl oh, I love married to medicine and I think it's part reason why is because they just like show real people real relationships it is I love it it's my it's my married to medicine I talk about it all the time on this show on my YouTube channel all across the internet married to medicine is the most underrated yes. reality show in that format that female ensemble friend group type reality show Married to Medicine is so underrated. It has been better than The Real Housewives of Atlanta for at least the past two seasons. It's the best show on Bravo. It is the best. It is the best. And then on top of that, them bitches don't even have to do an after show because Heavenly Hands is going to hop her ass on YouTube Live, <laughs> talk all whole, whole, whole shit. <laughs> 
make it their whole storyline for another season. We don't need a goddamn after We don't need an after show, Dr. Heavenly. Why do you think Married to Medicine doesn't have an after show? (laughs) It would be so messy. Pay attention. I think that because Heavenly does her YouTube channel, they don't need an after show. (laughs) I love that. Because, mind you, I love Speak On It. <laughs> I love my speak on it, okay? <laughs> Especially with the DJA one. I love some D- listen, his big fine ass. I love DJA one, okay? Oh my god. Well, DJ the A one. Excuse the me. The A one. You know you got you you gotta say the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. <laughs> Sorry. Daddy D- Daddy DJ the A one. That's so I funny. love what I love what he hosts speak on it, but the girls ain't get the girls just started getting mad about speak on it. Yeah, the girls been mad about the heaven helpers, which I don't. Mm-hmm. Which listen, terrible name. Right, but well. love Doctor Heavenly. We love her. We love how messy she is. Nasty to fuck down, fool, honey. But I love. But she's a. She's every, she's your favorite ghost producer's favorite ghost producer. (laughs) And I mean that. Dr. Heavenly is your favorite ghost producer's favorite ghost producer. (laughs) She is playing a game. She is truly playing chess. She is out here playing Jack. She's playing (laughs) Marbles. Marbles, bitch. She is out here playing Chinese checkers. Like she is out here, ch- bitch. She's out here playing blue <laughs> with these bitches. Like Heavenly, do not play with these girls. Shout no. out to Doctor Heavenly. Yeah, shout out. And Doctor Doctor Daddy Damon. Yes, shout out Doctor Damon, Daddy. <laughs> I have to say it like Carrie Wells, or as yes. Doctor Heavenly would say, the white lady. <laughs> I would have to, because the way she said that was so funny. She, she's like, no, you call my husband Damon, honey. You don't call him Doctor. Uh, you don't call him Daddy. It's Doctor Damon to you. That's right, Doctor Damon, Daddy. <laughs> she got it. That work, white lady. I said, you bold. You a bold white lady. I said, bitch, work. Now, what's your favorite reality TV wedding? Um, I think it will be have to be um, Selling Sunset. Okay. I don't remember the season, maybe season two, but Christine, okay. the blonde one that everyone hates. Okay. Um, she gets married, and but she has a beautiful black gown. And I was mm-hmm. just like, she spent so much money. It was so extravagant. I'm sure there'll be a divorce in a few years, but it was just so beautiful how gothic and black her wedding was. I loved it. Was her was her wedding dress black because it was a gothic wedding, or because she was inspired by Sarah Jessica Parker? <laughs> Did that was happen in the Sex in the City movie? No, Sarah Jessica Parker in real life oh got married to Matthew Broderick in a black wedding dress. Oh my god! How did I not know this? I'm ashamed well, of myself. Listen, you know. I get to just latch I need to get it together. 
listen, I was a latchkey kid and and I was raised as an only child. So uh, yeah. I had a lot of time to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she married Matthew Broderick in a black wedding dress. Shout out to Matthew Broderick with his yes. sexy ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, I've been lusting lately. I, I think I'm in heat. Yeah. My bad. Child. It's cutting season, isn't it? Right before the winter. Listen, child, my husband has been out on the road for way too long. Child, I need him to um come home and pregnate me, like yeah. Portia say. <laughs> yes. Portia, I, I need Portia back. I can't wait for Real Housewives. Of the I don't want that child to You don't. You're Portia. not a Portia fan. Nope. 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 Not anymore. Fallon, and I'm not gonna Fallon. get it. I'm not on Team Fallon. I am on Team Portia. You gave us a bullshit ass spinoff that that didn't answer a goddamn fucking question about. Oh my nothing. god, you're so right. That didn't answer anything. I'm listen. I made a whole video about it. <laughs> I'll send you that video too. Oh my god. Okay, love it. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from reality TV? <laughs> I didn't expect you to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I lesson. Oh my god, I should have like studied. <laughs> Listen, I. You probably there would have been no way to really study oh. for this interview because <laughs> I pretty much wrote all new questions for this uh-huh. interview. So you couldn't have listened to anybody else as they prepared for this. Sorry. Um, okay, so Gotcha, I, bitch. No, I'm kidding. You got <laughs> you. <laughs> you gotcha. um, my biggest lesson would be from Catfish, actually. Um, catfish? Okay. Yes. During some season, I don't remember, but they started searching numbers in Cash App. And I was Ooh. like, oh my God. Because people, you know, people, everyone's sending money either through cash up or Venmo. And so that's a yeah. good way to catch someone's ass is to put a number into a money app. That is brilliant. I never would have right? thought of that. And speaking of catfish, are you watching, well, not really speaking of catfish, but it made me think about this show. Are you watching Tammy Roman's Caught in the Act, Unfaithful or Unfaithful Caught in the Act? It's such a long yes. title. I don't know what, which, it- which way it goes. <laughs> Yes, it is the longest name. Uh, it is the longest. Faithful. I did watch every episode. Yes. Are you excited? So, so you're excited that they're coming back for a season two? Because I was like, this, <laughs> this is some ratchet ass television. It's just cheaters. It's in just Atlanta. cheaters <laughs> in Atlanta, but like. Yeah, it's not fully there. Maybe they'll make some changes. Yeah, it's not completely there yet. (laughs) But I don't know. For for me, uh, listen, (laughs) I I am excited to see season two. Yeah, I am. I am. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. I have listen. Peter Gunn actually hosting cheaters. Is that true? Oh, it came and went. I don't even think he's still doing it anymore. Oh came my, and went. Oh my God, Peter Guns. Peter Guns. 
Peter Gunn. Yes, Peter Dirtyfoot Gunn. <laughs> what a shame that they tried Yes, that. he hosted Cheaters. And you know what? He actually got people on, on his side by saying, who better to host Cheaters than somebody who used to be a serial cheater? Ah! I was like, used to be? Used to be. Okay, sure. <laughs> we gonna act like any of that made sense. God bless you. Peter God. God bless you. <laughs> My last question to you is you get to create your own show. You get your own reality show, your executive producer, and like a real executive producer like Shawnee O'Neal, not like Mariah Huck. <laughs> okay. Well, she got paid a nice lump sum. She's doing all right. Shout out to Mariah. <laughs> you get to create your own show. Are you going to do a family show about your people? Or are you going to do a friend show about your friend group? Friends. Very quick to say that. Who are you casting? Oh, Shout yes. them all out right now. <laughs> Tell us the cast. Oh, my friend Lucas, who he's my reality TV, but like we auditioned to be on some game show together. Oh my god, it was we got really far, but then they didn't cast us. It was a fucking shame. Well fuck them. <laughs> Say their names. Who are they? The price lingo. Is fuck lingo. Fuck lingo. Um lingo. <laughs> RuPaul is hosting, so exciting for RuPaul. Okay. Hey, shout yeah. out to RuPaul. <laughs> but yeah, definitely not family. My family um, probably would make good TV, but it's just like so much drama that mm-mm, not today. We don't need everyone's opinion. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> How about you? How do you do? You think you do friend or family? We don't have enough friends. Personally. Okay. I don't have enough friends to do a reality show about friends so it would be like so I so so I would have to trust the network to go out and find me some damn friends because I don't that would be the show finding you friends I don't want to be Paris Hilton my new best friend that's not the show that I want to be a part of that's not the show I want to be I'm too content being my own best friend I'd be like I don't like none of you but you all can go home. I'm good. Okay, but, yeah, right. Next. Uh, but I I would be forced to do a show about my family because I don't have enough friends to do it. Yeah. Oh. You think your family would Wanna, make a good show? They would make a great show, but I know it'd be toxic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> We're same boat. Same boat. I know for a fact it would be so utterly toxic yes. it would be so utterly toxic shout I out would to the black never... struggle <laughs> shout out to shout out where are you from I'm born and raised in like DC okay so shout out to black families girl cause I just child I was gonna say shout out to southern black families but you come from where the DC snipers come from oh, yes. shout out to black families <laughs> But my dad, my dad's from Rock Hill, South Carolina, so Southern through and through. Fair enough. Yeah. Shout out to American Black family. We got work to do. <laughs> we do. We make great 
toxic TV. Yes. <laughs> we are great comedians. <laughs> Very that, honey. Well, listen, I appreciate you. I've had such a good time on this phone call. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I'm so sorry that I had to push back. You were People so spring fine. meetings on. Listen, I thought I was just going to pick up my my damn child's report <laughs> card. Come to find out, they done sucked me into a whole presentation <laughs> with <laughs> test scores and graphs and PowerPoint and things. Oh my gosh. Now, mind you, they gave me a hot dog and a cupcake. So I can't Ooh. bitch and complain too much because it was buttercream. <laughs> They gave me a tree or whatever. It was buttercream icing, so I'll take my Scooby snack and go on about my damn business. <laughs> but y'all could have told me because I literally thought I was going to walk in, pick up a report card, and walk the fuck back out. Yes. I walk in, my daughter's teacher hands me a whole folder, like a dossier. <laughs> I was like, wait a fucking minute. Wait. Is this a parent-teacher conference? Like, did she burn down the gym? Like, why is... Is she expelled? Like, why Like, why am I... Why are you handing me all this paperwork? Oh, my God. And then she's telling me, go to the cafeteria. I was like, where is the cafeteria? How long have you been here? <laughs> damn cafeteria. What, 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 what do you mean? Where's her... Is her report card in here? Because that is what I am here for. I have an interview in 15 minutes. Ah, I have nowhere to be. Shit to death. Oh my God. But then I can't, but then you can't say that because you don't want to look like the, the parent that don't give a shit about your child's education. Right, right. So, I fold up the damn folder going on to the cafeteria <laughs> and sit through this funky ass meat. Oh my God. But you got a hot dog and a cupcake. But I got a hot dog and a buttercream cupcake, so all's well that ends well. <laughs> and here we are. Yes, I had so much fun. Thank you. I'm so glad you did. I did too. Listen, I it was worth it. It was worth it. I'm so glad that that you were able to put up with me long enough to just give me about an hour or so to push it back a little bit, a little piece of maybe hour, a little, little, little hour, 45 minutes. I ain't gonna yeah. lie about two hours. But... <laughs> We made Very it. And we, we did it. Thank you so much. Well, listen, I, nah, I ain't asked you about your personal life, but since you want to talk about being flexible, you did <laughs> say you want to do a dating show. Well, you did say you want to do a dating show. So when we, so when I have you back on for the reality real uh, recap roundtable, then I guess we'll, we'll we'll be talking all all about dating shows then. Yes. 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 In fact, I do want to have you on for an episode all about dating shows because I could, but listen, we could get into the things, honey. We could get into it. Because all the shit New York got into on them. I love New York. Ooh. Anyway, y'all stay tuned for that. Hey. Yes. Until then, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me at, at do it for TV. There's periods between those words. Do it for TV on Instagram. Right. I guess I can say that. I don't know. <laughs> well, I just assume that it's Instagram because I'm not on any other social media for yeah. real except Instagram. <laughs> so yeah. all the people that I connect to when it comes to getting people to do my show is most of the time through Instagram. Yes. Shout out to Instagram business. 
Yeah, shout out to the Instagram business. Shout out to the Instagram streets and all the content creators that are on there who are willing to give me an interview. Thank you for the opportunity, you specifically, Candice. Thank you for the opportunity. I I appreciate it. I look forward to speaking with you again. Make sure you guys go and follow her at do period it period for period TV. Thank you. All right. See you later, babe. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, another day, another great conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Candice. And I hope you guys realize the uniqueness of every content creator that comes on my podcast. I don't just invite people who just make Instagram pages about reality TV or just do content about reality TV. That's not really the point. Yes, all the people who I invite either have some sort of content about reality TV, like an Instagram page or an Etsy shop or a podcast or whatever. But the reason why I invite them on is not because they have those things. I invite them because they're interesting personalities. I invite them because I can tell through their content what an interesting person they are. You know, with some people, it's easier to tell than others based on, you know, them having a podcast or a YouTube channel. But I'm noticing that when it comes to a lot of these Instagram pages that I find myself interviewing, I'm finding that they are some of the most unique personalities that I've ever come into contact with, or they are just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the purpose of me doing this show is I want to normalize and relate all of us to one another because at the end of the day what we do have in common is reality tv and what most of us have in common is housewives so i want to make sure that we start to skew the conversation from disagreeing and arguing and and debating with each other to having more intellectual conversation Do you get what I'm saying? And mind you, there's always room for debate. There's always room for shade throwing. There's always room for kikiing. But there has to be balance and there has to be room for everything and everyone. And I don't necessarily think that that's always the case. So I'm excited that I can have conversations like this with Candice, like with all of the other people who I've had on to really make sure that I am doing my part to have the most positive or at least the most informative and balanced conversation when it comes to reality TV and the Housewives universe. So with that being said, make sure you guys follow Candice at do.for.it.tv and make sure you guys follow, support her. She's a new content creator. Make sure you guys spam her content. Let her know that Cherie Laveau sent you. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Do all of the things, the things, the things, the things. Leave me a five-star rating. Leave me a review. All of those things. Listen to the podcast wherever streamers are sold. Make sure you do the exact same thing to my sister podcast, Housewives History with Megan and Cherie. New episodes every Friday. And I appreciate you guys for being here. Make sure you guys be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Cherie Laveau. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, love you, bye. 
Peace.